You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Okay, so I got a joke for you guys. So what do you get when you cross the corpse of Adolf Hitler and werewolves? A Wolfenstein sequel for the Xbox. Uh, well, that, that's that's better than my punchline. It was nowheres. Uh, you know, like werewolves. Uh, that's... I like Wolfenstein better. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I felt like this was going nowhere. Just... Just like the movie uh, that we watched called Burial, uh, written and directed by Ben Parker and starring Tom Felton, sort of Tom Felton. It's really starring Charlotte Vega uh, and Harriet Walter in a film about a group of Russian soldiers carrying the corpse of Hitler across uh, enemy lines to go back to, well, Russia. And uh, they cross paths with a few people, which at first... At least in the, the, the marketing for this film, you think there is a very supernatural element that is taking place. Maybe is it werewolves or maybe is it some kind of other monster? It's an interesting take, at least initially, and then it is, it, let's say, becomes a little bit more uh, straightforward than we, uh, I at least thought. But with me today to talk about Burial, I have Bradley. Hello. I have Melina. Guten Abend. <laughs> and I have Lewayne. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great, Wayne. How are you? I don't know. I spent a lot of the time before this talking about some really fun stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the unfortunate part with this movie is that uh, it's, again, it's um, at least how it begins is that uh, Harriet Walter's character is this older woman in present day who is, uh, there's a home invasion by a skinhead. And uh, he's going to try to kill her, and she subdues him, and then she tells him the story about uh, basically her, her life story, where she, what was she doing during the war. And it goes to uh, 1944 or 5? And, uh, the, end the end of World War Two. The end of World War II. You can tell we're all history buffs here. Yeah. <laughs> so is this movie. Uh, because uh, what happens is that now Charlotte Vega, who's the younger version of uh, Harriet Walter... Um, she is uh, a part of this group that is taking, well, you find out the corpse of Hitler. And there's a, like some interesting moments that are happening uh, throughout, but it comes a little, you know, in hindsight, kind of like, well, what the fuck is going on here? They have to like bury this, uh, this huge box in the ground every single time that they're having to stop uh, for the evening. And then things are starting to ramp up uh, a lot because they are starting to get attacked by people who are still thinking that maybe, hey, the war is still going on because Hitler really just like died a few days ago. So they come across a, a see, I don't know if this is going to be spoilers or not because it kind of I, it, like the 
the the information on the internet like on imdb it does not talk about anything else that uh let's just say that supernatural that could happen in the film but i guess i'm kind of bearing the lead a little bit because uh yeah i mean it's been spoiled by the marketing but it's not set in the trailer so i'm like if somehow you've only seen the trailer then yeah you would not be spoiled on it otherwise basically people want or yeah people want hitler's bodies back so that's basically what the whole film is about of them fighting this other faction of people who are wanting the body back and them trying to get it back to Stalin and basically to prove that they were right uh I don't know um but I'd love to hear what you guys thought about this so how about Melina what did you think about uh burial to start us off well the question that I just kept asking myself throughout the entirety of the film was why and pretty much to everything that happens from the motivation of why you would want to take Hitler's body back from the Berlin bunker to Moscow to show it to Stalin, Mm -hmm. why that would have the effect that you believe it will, and why you would go on such a risky mission knowing that there are people out there, there are entire factions of the Nazis and the German soldiers who would probably like nothing better than to recapture Hitler's body and probably use it to propagandize or exploit, hold on to whatever power they could. And if the movie discussed that, I felt in absolutely any way, then I think that would have made for a very interesting philosophical discussion. But instead, I think what we get is just a pretty freaking lame action film with characters who not only did I not really give a damn about, I don't remember a single person's name. Well, there was Charlotte Vega. She played Charlotte. And uh, and how about uh, Bradley? What did you think about uh, a burial? <laughs> well, for me, when they say what's in the box and what they're doing, my first thought was, oh, ho, ho, red herring, because that's stupid. We're carrying <laughs> Hitler's, <laughs> Hitler's body back to Stalin so Stalin can say, I knew my dick was bigger and... So what? Right. <laughs> Go Stalin cronies. Yay. Stalin is <laughs> this film's thesis, I guess. <laughs> and absolutely, Russia was an incredibly important uh, implementation of the fall of Hitler, of course. Anyone who travels into Russia thinking they can own the place loses. Napoleon, Hitler, and so on. But the film wasn't about that at all. It was literally like, uh, we must do what Stalin, the big crybaby, says, because he's not sure if he's the best, and with this corpse he will be. So, yeah, I not only did I not care, I was like kind of rooting for them to lose. Stalin was horrible. And then when, you, when I found out it wasn't a red herring, it was just like a punch to the gut. It's not the red herring, it's the MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I would have like accepted the MacGuffin early on. Because that presumption really deflated this movie even more for me as it went on. It's it's interesting how uh, we were discussing this beforehand, among other things, uh, that we we kind of went into this wishing that it was kind of a, a schlocky movie, uh, that it had it. Spoiler, I guess this is a spoiler. It doesn't have supernatural shit in this. Uh, and it was like, oh, oh okay. And uh, th- then to your point, Melina, from earlier, it just becomes kind of lame and sort of tired. And 
it's kind of a slog to get through over time because it's not like the biggest budget in the world. They had what they had, and they in they had a few you know settings <laughs> and scenes uh, in like in a barn, outside barn, outside, and that's about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but Luane, what did you think about Burial? Literally, my first thought was, oh, I read this a long time ago. There's a book called Berkut, and it's about a Russian squad that hunts Hitler down because he didn't kill himself in the bunker. And they chase him across oh. Europe and drag his ass back to Russia. Spoiler. Oh, wow. And initially, I thought that's what I was basically getting. Like, he was still, like, alive and incapacitated in the crate. Yeah, yeah. Right, too. there's that suggestion, right? Yeah. So, in the end, what you end up with instead is essentially an argument about symbols mattering. And that's really yeah. what that is. Because mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, of course, the group that we have who's like, you know, we have to prove to the world that he's, first of all, he is dead. And second of all, he's just a fucking guy. He wasn't some mm-hmm. sort of supernatural entity. He wasn't a, a, a being of the master race. He was just this loudmouth Austrian asshole who got a whole lot of people killed. Which, sure, fine. Um, but then you have the, the group that is in opposition to them that is essentially trying to, to prove the opposite by doing that. And there's an elaborate scene at the end involving that sort of stuff and i i get it from i guess from like just some sort of weird tactical perspective you know dealing with everything that's come from world war ii you know contemporaneously to what's going on that you want to do something Mm -hmm. but you know you look at the cost of it by the time we get to the end of the movie and it's like well okay great and from a technical standpoint, I will say that I thought it looked pretty good, sounded pretty good. The cast was fine. Yeah. Um, it it did that thing that some movies do that I struggle with once in a while, which is almost nobody is the nationality that they're playing. And so... Right. And they always, almost always speak English. And so you have people who are talking directly to each other but one of them is supposed to be speaking German, one of them is supposed to be speaking Russian, and they're not supposed to be able to understand each other, but they're all speaking English. And I'm like... That was very And confusing. I'm like, I really wish... I, <laughs> I would really prefer... Uh, fake it. Try and, try and speak Russian. And don't even give me subtitles so that I'm as confused as the person you're talking to. I don't care. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. But it, it doesn't take a lot more to, to do that. Yeah, and that's actually not even a big complaint because I'm like, hey, you know what? If I don't, if I don't crap on Red, uh, Hunt for Red October for that, you know, with Sean Connery and all in his wonderful Scottish brogue coming through with perfect clarity, then I don't really hold it against other films. It was just the fact that some people had that accent, some didn't. It was distracting, and there were points where I was like, yeah, what language are they supposed to be speaking? But you know, that's just I would write that off as a nitpick. My biggest problem is not the accents; it's the fact that. Uh, these people as characters, either they were just nondescript to the point where, like I said, I didn't even, I couldn't tell some of them apart at times. And when there are the inevitable deaths, I really didn't feel anything, despite the fact that they're not badly filmed action scenes. But some of them, you absolutely despise. And it feels like that's not, they're not explored at all. 
It's just no. there and then forgotten about. Yeah. And even with, with Charlotte Vega's character, I was just kind of like, I, well, I know she lives, uh, but like, okay. Uh, like, I, I just wasn't even caring about her. I, I could have really done away with the whole, um, uh, the beginning, the bookends. Yeah. I'm just like, I, why not talk? Why not do a film that is basically the same story, but have a little bit more like political intrigue, but also uh, them like even her thinking about like, is this a good idea? Right. Why are we doing this? Like, and it'd be like more contemplative about like the, the whole mission itself. And then talk about like, this is a new world now. Like we, the war is done and we have the fucking proof right in front of us. Like, what is the point of doing this at all? Like, what if we just say, Oh, we lost it. Or what if we not even go back to Russia? Like there's, this, right. there's a lot of never routes they could have taken to make this oh, yeah. more of like a character study than anything else. And I think that would have been way more intriguing. Yeah, especially because uh, Charlotte Vega's character, they say early on, she's a Jewish right. woman. And here she is tasked oh. with having to basically ensure the safe passage the of devil. a mass murderer of Jewish people. You'd think that would be something that would weigh on her and maybe cause her some sort of tension or a sense of, is this right that I'm doing this out of duty's sake? Or... Am I should I, do I do I feel compelled to just light a goddamn match or just you know bury this in an un, like bury this in an unmarked location and let it be forgotten? But no, she is of all of them the most vehement to right. get it back, and she explains later exactly like in a very well timed monologue exactly why. And I'm like I don't really understand the logic behind that though. I'm like mm -hmm. I guess if you it's one of those where I'm like hey, if you say so, fine. Well, let's go into final thoughts then, Bradley. How do how about you uh, lead the way? Well, like I said, there are some positives here. When the narration starts and we go into the past, it looks black and white. I, you know, I always think, oh, okay, cool, different time period, it's black and white. But aha, it's not black and white. Everything is so bomb-destroyed and desolate that it just appears that way at first. And I thought that was a really nice touch. <laughs> I, th I think history is important and you should read history I think fictitious history like this unless it's saying something about the human condition and gives you insight to why did grandpa or great grandpa fight the war then it's completely pointless I didn't get any insight from this so it kind of was a drag um, I like the book narrative uh, the beginning and ending because I thought that older woman was a total badass for defending her house yeah uh, yeah that's in the first 10 seconds not a spoiler and good for her i related to that like yeah you think you can come in here and get the drop on me do you know who i am like i, I enjoyed let that. me tell you a story yeah. let me <laughs> yeah. get you high let me and tell, tell you, you a story, story hippie yeah. <laughs> for reasons so i'm gonna give this one eh, four out of ten pieces of personal id i take with me when i commit a crime <laughs> i understood that reference uh <laughs> uh Luane, what are your final thoughts anything dealing with the european theater of world war ii is probably going to get just like an automatic point for me because that's a a thing that 
I've always been fascinated by. I know that's almost like a cliche that like an old white dude would be into World War II, but like I actually lived in Germany until I was like school age, so I have a slightly different yeah. perspective on some of this stuff. Um, and I used to wonder how things like that happened, and then after the last several years, it's become a lot more obvious how they do. Um, and so I understand why symbols matter and why exposing what seems to be a monster for the fool it is is important from a technical level there are a lot of things i appreciate about this film particularly visual visually and and sonically the performances are fine for what they're doing i i think any detriment in a lot of that is is less about the actors and more about the the script um so in the end i am going to go ahead and give it probably a little higher score than you would expect um 3.5 out of 5 uh, yeah 3.5 out of 5 skinheads who probably should have known better than to fuck with an old woman who survived World War II and a Soviet gulag <laughs> <laughs> They're skinheads, Lorraine. Uh, if they were smart they wouldn't be skinheads. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Melina, what are your final thoughts? I actually like we've said I I actually kind of liked the bookends uh, I thought they were a great setup. I thought the beginning was a great setup for a completely different movie. But once it actually gets into the 1940s uh, sequence, I actually was really enjoying it. I liked the setup. Uh, I thought that they had some really stunning cinematography in this film, particularly in the beginning. Like, there's some incredible yeah. wide shots that actually were pretty breathtaking. And for a film that has a pretty moderate budget, I'm like, I can see that they really cared to make this look as good as they possibly could. Um, unfortunately, there, there actually came a point where I thought, you know, if this keeps going the way that I think it's going to go, if this is going to be a very straightforward and kind of brutally honest uh, historical drama, I would say this is actually kind of a great thing to watch after Untergangen, if you can stomach the idea of watching Untergangen. And then it becomes a very run-of-the-mill action flick. It's yeah. not shot badly. It's just that these characters, there's not enough of any of them, including your protagonist, for you to feel any sort of tension or emotion to anything that happens, whether it's good or bad. My favorite scene in this whole movie was a shootout in a farmhouse, and that's only because it reminded me so much of fucking Top Secret, which I wanted to go watch that so bad when this was done. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm like, there's just really not much I can say about this. I feel like even by talking about the Hitler aspects and the, the symbols, the significance of a symbol like Hitler, I feel like we're making it sound like the movie is discussing that more than it is. It's really just kind of trappings. It's dressing thrown in there. with just It's out there just through throwaway lines that people find ways to crowbar into scenes that eventually just turn into a shootout. Yeah, this is a this is a major skip. I wish this was something schlocky and stupid. At least it would have been fun. Um, I'm going to give this four out of 10 werewolves drinking pina coladas at Trader Vic's. <laughs> That's pretty good. I, it's this, the script. That's what the problem is, is that I think that, um, the reason why I don't like the bookends is because it doesn't work with this movie. If it was, if it was something schlocky, then I think that would have been really fun to have those bookends. It's like, whoa, how did the hell did she get out of that? And, um, but, uh, I, I think as soon as the other faction 
comes into play, it just it starts to lose me. And I think it starts to lose the audience because you, then people start dropping like flies and you're like, wait, was I supposed to care about those characters? You're like, oh, I guess. Oh, whatever. Fuck it. And uh, I it just. Yeah. As soon as the action comes in and I don't think it was particularly shot that well with the action. I thought it was kind of bland looking because um, like you're talking about earlier too, Melina, is that the the beginning and like the wide shots and like the even the production value is not like crazy or anything because they're out in the middle of nowhere and it still looks pretty gorgeous. So it's just um, it loses its footing and I think it just it doesn't know where to go because I, I bet you there was a point when Ben Parker was like, I mean, could we do werewolves? Uh, but they're like, no, 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 let's not, let's not do that. So I wish they did, but they didn't. And um, it is in the end kind of lame. So I'm going to give this uh, four out of 10. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I knew someone had to. Bradley, you said something about that earlier. I was like, oh, that's going to be my, uh, that's going to be my great. The hat box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 